Okay, so so I, I I'm going to be honest with you guys and upfront. I did not get the last 20 minutes of the film. <laughs> Neither did Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, talk to me. I got I got I got uh I only missed the last 10 minutes of the film. This, oh, uh, fuck. Of, of course 50. you did better than I do, you fuck. Yeah. I missed the last 20 minutes of this 42 minute film. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Is Santa make it okay? <laughs> Did he make it back? I, I need a 30 minute died, synopsis. Right? What happened? I mean, I know the bad guy's loss and the blue tape would mean that it didn't kill anybody, and the red tape meant that it was gonna kill somebody, and that the the colonel was in on it. The black dude. The black dude? What? Wasn't he in on it? What, what black dude? About, what are we talking about right now? What's the blue tape and the red tape? Did you watch the wrong goddamn movie, John? <laughs> no, we were, we watched Die Hard 2 in Dulles Airport. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did. No, we watched The Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, no, John. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, we agreed upon watching Die Hard 2. Like, like then Max... Uh, changed it up. <laughs> I, I actually took that as like, uh, we're doing a year without a Santa Claus. And I was like, yeah, there's no Santa Claus at Die Hard. <laughs> so John actually watched none of this movie. That's why he was so confused when Max said it was a 42 minute movie. <laughs> well... <laughs> Looks like you're gonna be pulling a me and RoboCop, Jim. Yeah, gonna that's be, gonna be a right for the red here. Just hoping that I'd be able to just get out of it and be like, "Well, good luck, guys," and just like walk away. No, you have to sit here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got Bill, who missed the last ten minutes of this forty-two minute movie, and John, who didn't watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what what is this? I have never even heard of this film though. Like what Ugh. the fuck are we even talking about? That's hilarious. So none of us have seen this movie before. I thought I thought okay, Timmy, you had okay. Uh, well I'll tell you, John. We'll, we'll find out. All yeah, right, so bye guys. <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna get the whole plot. Oh, he just left. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh no. I thought he was joking for a minute. Oh he's back. <laughs> 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 yeah, I no uh, idea. Oh, that's hilarious. You knew, you knew there was something wrong when he said something about the black guy. There are no there are no people of color in a nineteen seventy six claymation movie. No. No. So, Max, remind me what I'm doing here then. <laughs> <laughs> You're just an additional listener, I guess. You're gonna okay, fair enough. <laughs> ho, 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 and welcome to our third annual Hold My Popcorn Christmas Month. I'm Max Healy in Dixie South Town and over in Boston. We've got Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy boy? Uh, doing well, Max. Uh, this movie was interesting. It's, it appeared there was a lot of um, a lot of prejudice in this movie. Not, not the least that they had this extreme northern hemisphere bias which i was <laughs> interested about but we can get into that a little later but i'm doing well good and over in sacktown california we got john anishak how'd you like the movie john well you know i didn't even watch it which is perfectly fine because that keeps me from just running onto an overpass and exposing myself to people in sacramento driving on the freeways during um code purple or whatever we're in right now because we're doing the color terror alert for mm. well virus it should be code red and green Make it festive. <laughs> we could. And yeah. make it sparkle, a little mm. twinkle, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Mm. How are you? I'm great. I watched the movie. Ah! Doing good. 
And over in Portland, Maine, we got Squibby Bill Dooley. How you doing, you squib fuck? Squib fuck. Unbelievable. That's still coming out. Wonderful. I'm doing great. Thanks, Max. Thanks. Uh, I also watched most of this movie, so feeling good about that. Uh, not feeling so good. We we had Snow Miser tried to drop some snow up in uh, Portland uh, the other night, and Heat Miser ruined it and turned it all into ice and shit. And now mm. fucking the, sh- the shoveling this morning was miserable. <clears throat> miserable. It's I'm really happy that I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, those are important characters. You should know about them, John. Makes I was sense. interested in the use of the term miser because isn't miser like a term for someone who's like don't short say with it. money or like shrewd about don't it? don't and <laughs> <laughs> but yet they're misers of like they give snow and give heat they're not misers of heat or snow that's true yeah they should have been the opposite yeah the heat miser is the one who just he hates the heat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Heat miser is someone who is supporting all the heat. It's like, I got all the I, heat, man. I just feel like, like a miser means like raw. So like whatever you throw in front of it. So like if you just like jack miser it, that means that you've jacked it raw. Which also happens in this movie. You missed out, John. Indeed. Okay. A miser is a person who is reluctant to spend, sometimes to the point of foregoing even basic comforts. Don't do it. Some necessities. Yeah, that makes no sense because yeah. they both live in castles. Yeah. Okay, good, well. good good catch on that one, Tim. Yeah. Ha! So it seems like we had a really good luck with this movie because, um, you know, Tim had seen this movie one time before. Bill missed the last, like, 15 minutes. John didn't watch the movie. He watched Die Hard 2 instead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I probably, I feel like I got more Christmas spirit out of Die Hard 2 than I did whatever the fuck it is that I mean, you, you two watched. Be- you got the best end of that deal, John. <laughs> I, seems it. <laughs> And then um, for me, I, I put this, like, I watched about 20 minutes of this movie, and then I went to put on the Christmas lights, and a fucking bird flew in our house. Oh, a bird no. flew in? Yes. Yeah, a bird. Know, a little ship bird that exactly. wouldn't get out of my what house. Kind of a, bird? <laughs> a, a starling? I, had, I don't like starlings. Starlings are evil. They steal other birds. I, I had to get a nests. big broom and had to just eventually push them out after like 25 minutes, but that it's was fun. Brum. Yep. Anyway, so we watched, um, <laughs> let's see, yeah, we're going to be starting our limited Christmas mini-series, and to kick it off, we watched the 1974 TV special, The Year Without a Santa Claus, starring Shirley Booth, Mickey Rooney, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wetted her, I wetted her like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm just going to act like all the listeners because no one who's listening to this has actually seen this film, uh, regardless of how many hyperlinks that you blasted out onto the Internet. Is Donald Trump actually in this film? No. Great. (laughs) That's good news. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into it. Story opens up with Mrs. Claus talking about the one time way before you were born when Santa got COVID after telling his elves that they would not prioritize fear over life and freedom. And I can actually hear half our listeners turning off the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So the founding fathers warned us about fear versus security or, well, fear. Don't let fear fear your your fear. Don't let fear feed your fear. I like that right. John jumped in the comment right away. Before yeah, yeah. Else. <laughs> I'm on this, guys. I've been on a hunting blind for three weeks. <laughs> so, so, okay. My first impression of this. 
Santa isn't sick. Santa's severely depressed. <laughs> yes. Santa has Santa has been in bed for a year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like someone needs he needs psychiatric medication. He needs therapy. I mean, this guy and Mrs. Claus is just like prancing around being like, Santa has a cold. Yeah, no, yeah. no, Santa doesn't have a cold. Well, this is like Santa's Santa. a Looney Tune. This is like classic 1950s though. Like, oh, just a little under the weather. Meanwhile, it was like contemplating suicide. He yeah. hasn't been like, he he hasn't, like this movie, He's it appears like he slept in until like noon, like a classic sign of depression. And like yep. Mrs. Claus just like, oh, 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 don't listen to that doctor. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I haven't been happy since we stole Christmas from the pagans. <laughs> just feel like none of it's really worth it at all anymore. I don't know. And then he just starts like doing up a noose. <laughs> oh, he loves doing his knots. <laughs> He's so, so what, good with those ropes. Just made what of fucking barley in. <laughs> 1974, I think. This 74. was 74. So had we recognized the um, um, the human, whatever, let's just say we recognize HIV AIDS at this point, because yeah. that's what I feel like Santa has. From description. <laughs> no, we're about eight years away from that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we haven't recognized it yet. So that's great. No, so no, no. Um, the CIA so, has not created it yet. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Santa Claus doesn't love fish. Nope. Okay, moving on. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I just, I find it, I find it outrageous though. I mean, Tim, I do agree with you. You could say this is, Santa clearly has depression and that needs to be treated. But, yeah. but beside that point, the man wants to take a holiday on literally the only year, day of the year that he works. Literally. Don't preach, man. He, he gets up and he complains about like the toys that he's made. You have a fucking slave labor force that makes your toys. What are you talking about? You have people that tend to your reindeer. You have a stay-at-home wife that like apparently does your ironing and cooking and lets you sleep in as late as you fuck. You don't fucking do shit. What are you doing taking a taking a holiday the one day a year you work? Yeah. Santa, you've been in bed for a year. You don't work. <laughs> you lazy fuck. I don't understand. Yeah. That drove me nuts. I mean, yeah, he wants to kill himself, but just fucking do something. I don't know. Well, it doesn't help with the doctor either because, you know, his asshole doctor just goes, it's the 70s. Nobody gives a fuck about Christmas and nobody believes in you anymore, you fat, jolly piece of shit. <laughs> Which is like totally not true. This is like the height. This is like when commercialism started. Yeah. And people just started being like, yeah, buy that plastic thing from China. <laughs> throw it away the next day. So what's the deal with Santa that he's always old? Like there's no stories of Santa being young. Like he just, did he like drink the fountain of youth when he was like 76? And then he was just like, <laughs> oh no, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I, I, Saturday night fever story of Santa. I think, I really think <laughs> that we, we, we nailed it last year with the contract of Santa. The uh, Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Yeah. The Santa. I agree. Yeah. Snow oh. daddy. Christmas daddy. Whatever his name is. We don't know anymore. <laughs> but him. Seriously, we got it. If you get it in contract, guess what? The universe decides to make you older by about 65 years. You can choose mm. Santa Claus or the presidency. Imagine that contract. I have another goddamn bone to pick with this opening scene. <laughs> Where the fuck does Mrs. Claus sleep? There's only room for yes. one person in that bed. She sleeps yes. in the barn. 
Yeah, she's a reindeer. All right. She's got the she's got the good bed. I think I think there's some pretty clear signs of marital problems mm-hmm. there. He's got he's got a single bed in a room by himself. It's not even like two single beds near each other. Unless he's got like uh, that sleep apnea or something, and he's got terrible snoring, they they have no sex life. Yeah. What do you Clearly. mean that sleep apnea? Like you can just pick that up off the street? What do you mean by that? Like oh yeah, he's got that sleep apnea. You know, it's just out there from time to time. You catch That's that what? like the kung fu flu, man. <laughs> just whatever off the alpha pole, whatever, dude. <laughs> All right, then Santa tells his top two intellectually challenged elves, Jingle and Jangle, to alert the media that Christmas is getting canceled as we get the movie title and opening song number. Oh, boy. Those songs. <laughs> oh, good. boy, yeah. those songs. The He-Misers the he are the only good songs in this in this movie. Uh, agreed, agreed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this going in blind, right, guys? All right, so there was nothing but synth and then just like an undertone of U2. <laughs> no, if that was the case, it would be great. Yeah. Ah. That's what I'm sure that's what Max put on as he muted the <laughs> <laughs> muted this movie. The year without a <laughs> She moves in mysterious world. Yeah, it's just well sorry, that was a little <laughs> never mind. Let's just keep going. All right. And then after the cold open, we see Santa wheezing on his deathbed while Mrs. Claus just joyfully goes into the song and dance about how she's always fantasized about taking her husband's job. That was fucking weird. That was so weird. That was just all around very uncomfortable. I say she takes it. I think Mrs. Claus might have poisoned Santa. Basically, so that way he stops importing cheap labor from China. It's like, don't eat the candy canes, kids. (laughs) In the late 70s, that song was met with in family rooms all across the country with dads crossing their arms and looking at their wives being like, see, yeah, you can't do it. You can't work. Okay, this is just the proof. Think you can do what I can? You can't. I'm going to go and have eight beers with the boys. Yeah. Go watch the kids. I feel like Santa should have been more sick in this. Like, I wanted to see him, like, violently throwing up and, like, hunched over, like, clutching a candy cane, just, like, screaming. Santa had a cold. What yeah, a pussy. Faint cold. Go to work. What are you? What do you mean He Santa should have been sicker? He just has... How many times did you get cold as a child, you fuck? What are you doing? What happens in Boston during Christmas? Uh, most, you get cold yeah. as a child. <laughs> and, you, and, you yeah. work, and you work through it. Yeah. That's how, that's how it goes. I do not feel comfortable about someone who just had a child who's a boy who just said that. Just saying, coal mines, Maine. Do the math. <laughs> no, no, no. Not co- we're, we're working on a copper mine. Nice. Old oh, mm. that's where, more that's, valuable. That's Far where Fran's going to work is the copper mine. Straight to Apple. Straight to Apple. I get mm. it. You got to <laughs> make the electronics. Max, save me. Yeah, so I'll save it, John. Uh, the woman who plays Mrs. Claus was born in 1898. Get out of town. Are you serious? She really? died in 1992. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. You want to talk about some huge changes. What was her uh, yeah. What was her opinion of trench warfare? <laughs> what was her opinion of the <laughs> French? I, I wonder what her thoughts on the transition from horse and buggy to car was. That must have been interesting. <laughs> but you guys are burying the lead. I think I'm wondering what her thoughts on civil rights were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sure they are very progressive. Yeah, I'm sure. They are. Yeah, as I just rub my chin on the microphone right now, I'm trying to get away from this one. Mm. All right, well, Mrs. Claus, so her song ends 
And then Snap and Crackle, they just go, oh, Mrs. Claus, we thought you were Santa. And then Mrs. Claus goes, oh, well, I just sang this whole song about how I wanted to be Santa, but I guess I'm not. How stupid of me. And then she just completely takes the costume off and just stops yeah, being. Yeah, yeah. It I, just I, goes away. Whatever, whatever, like, story that story they were developing based on that, like, song just dissolved in a matter of milliseconds. I, I, I really thought that, like, oh, this is interesting. It's going to be Mrs. Claus. Like, oh, all right. That's that's different. No, I feel like maybe that was the original story and like the executives were just like, no, absolutely not. Woman, come on. She can't be Santa. Well, you had that yeah. green guy be Santa a couple of years ago. Yeah, but he was a guy. Come on. <laughs> These two mentally challenged elves that can do a way better job than Mrs. Claus. <laughs> but I thought the same hey, thing, Bill. Give it- I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, they give it 40 fucking years and then James Bond becomes a lady and I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Yeah, too. I don't like this. <laughs> You're the only one who still lives in Boston. It's okay. Yeah. All right. And, I don't like that. And then Mrs. Claus then quickly goes to plan B where she tells the two dumbest elves there's Sue, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Michigan and not come back until there's evidence that people think Santa's real. And and to apparently take a baby reindeer as their, their ride to carry both of them. Yeah, take the youngest, smallest one and both sit on it. Go. <laughs> this, I, this I can see Rudy dumbest. Giuliani like riding into a, you know, Georgia State Supreme Court sessions on a donkey. <laughs> Don't clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> He's riding backwards on a donkey too because he doesn't know how to get on it right. <laughs> Well, he, he, oh, he sorry, has... political guys. I don't know. Oh, don't no, worry. This no, whole no, episode no, really. could be nothing but political. We can keep that going political because he had to take the donkey there just because he had just, well, been penetrated in such a very inconsistent <laughs> manner by Pence. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Heavy on the inconsistent. Yep, but the Rona, it's making Santa a little suspicious as he goes, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> What are you up to, Ma? You're the 11th Mrs. Claus, and I'm not afraid to have a 12th. <laughs> Wait, you send Rudy and Mike Pence to do what? You had to bring Vixen? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> you dumb bitch. She's the baby. I, I What the fuck is with Santa calling his wife Ma? I, all, in all these movies, I hate that shit. It creeps me yeah. out. Yeah. What do yeah. you mean? No one had parents that ever walked around calling each other mom and dad, just like when they were in front of the kids. No, I, well, no. All right, so my mine did, but do do Santa, and Mr. and Mrs. Claus have children? No, they don't. So are they just talking no, to each other? No, they did. They, they, they couldn't have children, so they stole the elves. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. From Iceland. Listen, we all did I'm get into say that. Is that if too. your parents talk to each other? You grew up in a weird house. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so I just got a text from my wife who's downstairs. It, it's uh, There's zero reason you should be making such terrifying sounds talking about a children's Santa film. <laughs> she definitely heard you hacking up a lung. I hope your neighbors yeah. did too, and they all think you have coronavirus now. <laughs> and then Santa goes, my God, they're going to run into the Miser Brothers. And if Joe Biden doesn't freeze them to death with his stuttering speeches, his brother Donald will certainly burn them alive with his crippling VD and white supremacy rhetoric. <laughs> what the fuck is happening with these minds? Like, they, what is their problem, first of all? Because, like, spoiler alert here, folks. This, Mrs. Claus just, like, goes to meet them later in the movie, and they're they're perfectly reasonable people. Yeah. Except for the, the fucking heat miser. <laughs> but 
that they're trying to shoot them down like with anti-aircraft he's got heat lasers is i think is what they called yeah. it now, I'm so, just going to have to take everybody's word for this, that the fact that they tried to shoot someone out of the air and that well, the fact that heat lasers were used let's, let's in this clear. conflict. They did shoot them out of the air. Yes. He hit the baby reindeer and the two elves fell, but the mm-hmm. reindeer was able to successfully catch them back. Well, let me ask you this, Bill. Did a bear take a shit in the woods if nobody was there to see it? Yes. I'm not sure if that analogy matches with what Bill's talking about, but <laughs> yes, it any did. aircraft guns and shells and shits. No, of course it w- you're right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> John bringing that extra contribution this week. <laughs> I got nothing so else to do to except just go. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I have. Go ahead. Tim. Why are they on clouds so close to each other? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're you, in the you're in the sky. You can't. You literally fly in between them. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Well, and you would you would think so. It's it seemed like the the logic behind this was that the snow miser controlled like the northern hemispheres and the or like the the north. Oh, and just hot the, and cold. The heat, the heat miser controlled the south, but like she no, she no, said no. north and south. Yeah, that's and, why I was saying this is a totally like northern hemisphere biased. Um, I was gonna say you buy this movie they because have, it's like, yeah, there should this be a South Pole the North. There should be a South Pole miser then snow miser, and it should just be like a mid latitude heat miser, and there should be no <laughs> way to cross be- between the two. A mild like, climate yeah. miser. <laughs> yeah, there's an nothing. equator miser. There's a pole. There's a should be a pole miser and an equator miser. <laughs> right. So does this mean? Well, so we're, we're touching on something interesting here. Is that one pole has penguins while the other does not? So is that a penguin imbalance that we are dealing with here? Mm, maybe the penguins yes. wouldn't let the the cold miser in. That's probably you know it's it's perhaps the indigenous penguin population. I'm just going to say it right now. I killed all the penguins <laughs> out of the Arctic. I've always okay. wanted to know though. Did there they used taste to be good? Penguins. Circa 1988, there were penguins in the Arctic. 1989, when I was born, dead penguins. <laughs> John is still very confused as I talk in the third person. John is still very confused about whether or not we are talking about sports or actual penguins right now. Actual I'm talking penguins. about real-life dead penguins. <laughs> Once again, still confused. Are we talking about sports or are we talking about talking actual about penguins? Birds. Real-life birds. Dead. There aren't penguins in Maine, Bill. Fuck off. What are we penguin talking about birds. here, Tim? There are puffins, though. There, there are, are puffins. puffins kind of little rock hoppers. Mm, little yeah. rock, rock yeah. hop fucks. Yeah, Those I got it. Birds. All right. Very cute birds. Huh. Yep. Yep. This is good stuff. Good stuff. <clears throat> good content. Yep. <laughs> Yep, so the two elves and uh, Baby Vixen are shot down by the Miser Brothers. They have to crash land and are immediately harassed by a southern cop because they look different. Yeah, yeah. love it. The cop's like, your taillight's out. And they're like, that's not a taillight, that's a reindeer. And then he just like shoots a reindeer in the leg. It's like, now it's out. <laughs> you, ain't from, you ain't from around here, ain't you? We don't like gay boys coming to our town. It's close to Christmas. Yeah. So a fun fact is you don't just move to the South, you immigrate to the South. Um, And one of the first things I recall after immigrating to the South was hearing my first person go, the South will rise again. And everybody meets one. Wow. And John, this happened to them almost immediately by the time they got there. I'm surprised that the cop didn't also go, your nose looks awful big. Are you, <laughs> right. you know what? You have I'm your happy. last name Steen. 
I'm happy that you brought that to my attention. You know what I would have to tell you in an official uh, basis? Not surprised. <laughs> then the, yeah, okay, never mind. I was going to start getting into a clan <laughs> joke, but I'll just I'll just forget that. Then you got poor Vixen after this. So he's like, you know, he's sick. He's getting like heat stroke. And then he's forced to put on Jangle's dirty ass socks and put them on his head, which makes him even hotter and more sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I just want to be clear about something. Santa delivers presents to the South, right? Yes. <laughs> because presumably reindeers shouldn't die when they're in the South because he delivers presents there. He has to spend a significant time amount of time there, I'd imagine. So I don't know what's happening here. This, I mean, that led to my conclusion that Vixen had AIDS. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's like a vampire reindeer. He only they only deliver at night, so mm. it's fine. Oh. But but put him out in the sun and he can't do it. Mm. That's a good, yeah, it's like Robert Pattinson. Exactly. Yep. It would be really cool if he was glittery, mm. really sparkly. Mm. <laughs> good contribution, Max. Should I yep. continue? Not in my head. Yep. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, so the elves, they need to find someone who believes in Santa, and they say, oh, there's a bunch of kids over there. Let's show them our puppy. Oh, Vixen's sick. Oh, well, let's just tie him to this trash can and lure these kids over with some candy. <laughs> Yeah, apparently, okay, so here's the first instance where, because apparently no one in this town has heard of pedophiles. Nope. Because in the next scene, there's an old man Damn sneezing it. outside sneezing outside of a house, and the mom's just like, come on in, little old man, with my kid. He, not, not only that, like, he was hiding behind a tree, yes. and like, kind of like, jumps out from He's behind the tree. He's in a three-piece suit with a pimp cane. And he just comes out behind a yeah. tree. He's like, oh, hello, little boy. <laughs> I'm just behind, behind this tree. Don't worry about that. Say, are your parents home? <laughs> but also, have you seen any of these little pointy-eared people offering candy to children? Well, that was the thing, too. When, they, when the elves were talking about going over to talk to the little kids, they were like, oh, Santa really loves the little ones. It's like, oh, <laughs> uh, no. oh boy. Oh, yeah, so boy. does Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and then also Santa, quick on his feet with this guy, with this kid, Iggy. He goes, like, what's your name? He goes, my name is uh, Klaus. Yes. <laughs> Klaus. Klaus. <laughs> P. T. Griffin. <laughs> Peter Griffin. Like, what the Damn fuck? It. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> <clears throat> so from what I've gathered so far, I've been listening to this for about 30 minutes now, and um, I feel like I'm watching a Family Guy episode. Yeah. yeah. It's essentially, yeah. it's that scrambled it. and random as a Family Guy episode. It's just a compilation <laughs> of just nonsense that they put into a 30-minute thing. Um, yeah, uh, Max, I, I will say you, you did, you did mention it though a moment ago. I mean, Santa, I feel like you were being talking negatively about it. Santa's outfit though is fucking phenomenal. Like really top notch that coat and the hat combo pocket the watch, pinstri- the pinstripe pants. Mm. That man, though, I mean, he's sick. He's under the weather and he thinks that his two slaves are going to die. And he still <laughs> takes the time to look fresh. He was, he was like shaft. <laughs> he was, he was. I just want to take this moment to appreciate everybody for making me feel so welcome and so comfortable talking about such just wonderful topics today. And I just really want to applaud the Academy for that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, John. We really appreciate it. The Academy of what? You fill in the fucking blanks, dickhead. Do whatever you want. Do whatever. Do what you got to do. The Academy of immature 30-something-year-old men. 
Yeah. Also, uh, Vixen, she gets uh, she gets snagged by a dog catcher and sent to the pound. So that that happens too. And because then uh, Iggy, he invites Santa, the super spreader, into his house where he coughs all over the kitchen table. And then he goes into a shitty song saying that if you don't believe in Santa, you should just kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird, that was another really, really weird song. Yeah. Not good. And, uh, yeah. The the sneezing, I mean, it probably wouldn't have raised anything to me before, but like now under Corona, like seeing him just like sneeze all over their kitchen table, like I had like shivers go down my back. That was disgusting. Fucking sneeze into your elbow, you lunatic. <laughs> Wear a mask, Santa. Fuck. Stay home. Jesus. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't quite sure if um if they were Christian yet, so he might have been trying to uh to infect them. You know? <laughs> oh yes, as they say, and with super heavy air quotes, gifting blankets. Yeah, we yeah, got exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gifting blankets. Correct, John. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Um let's see here. Also, I just have a note about Iggy's mom. My note here is just Iggy's mom with her snatched waist. With her what waist? That's what the kids say now. They learned the other snatched. day. Snatched just means like you got big ass and big tits and a tight waist. The youths. Oh, oh yep. the youths. Yep. The youths. So that. Huh. They yeah, we'll a, talk about that off mic. They did, a, they did a weird job with her during that song and her like she never blinks. She is just like blindly staring at at everyone the entire time like the other characters blink they kind of move she is just dead-eyed like a shark you know bill that's a funny thing that you brought up the first time i met you you didn't blink for six hours <laughs> for the first time it's because i didn't trust you fair it. enough i wouldn't trust me at max's wedding either because bill's actually claymation too Tim and I hit it off. We touched tummies real fast. About 45 minutes. 45 minutes in and our stomachs touched. That still makes me uncomfortable. It should. That's going to be our new podcast cover at some point. Bill, you still haven't blinked. (laughs) Still don't don't trust you. (laughs) Yeah, so... (laughs) Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, Yeah, song ends. Santa jumps on a reindeer, flies away. Iggy tells him that uh, after Iggy tells him that Vixen was in, uh, imprisoned at the dog pound. And this is where Iggy, he just, you know, smartest kid in town. He uses all this context clues, puts it all together. He's like, wait a minute. That fat bearded guy in red who just jumped on a flying reindeer whose name Mr. Close. Close. That's close to Claus. I think he was Santa. <laughs> oh, well, Iggy. Well, you're a dull you're, boy, You're Iggy. going to Harvard. No, no question. And... And his father, who apparently met Santa, mm-hmm. according to the song number, when he was a child, was like, you know, you might be right. After just seeing this guy fly away. Iggy's dad, of- Iggy's dad goes, son, you and those dim-witted drifters should go to the mayor's office and tell him everything that happened. But of course, I won't come with you. <laughs> I've got better things to do, like bang your snatch-wasted butt, <laughs> like staying my, bang my snatch-wasted butt. <laughs> I know something's coming early for Christmas. And that's me, son. <laughs> yeah, so this alcoholic red-nosed mayor doesn't believe him. But he agrees to let Vixen go and give Santa a national holiday if they can make it snow in Selftown. And then he goes into the song called It's Gotta Snow Right Here in Dixie. All right. Santa has a national holiday. It's Christmas. It's called yes. fucking Christmas. Uh, it, yeah, exactly. That, what the fuck was that about? We're going to so give him a dumb. national holiday. It's Yeah, it's Christmas. What do you mean? It's the whole fucking movie. Second of all, you're a mayor. You don't have that kind of power, (laughs) man. (laughs) I wore today National Santa Day. (laughs) It's Christmas. What? 
I've got, I've got another, another issue here. So apparently Santa has a direct line to all the newspapers to let them know that he is going to take a, the, the year off. He's going to, he's going to take a holiday and it all, it's all front front page news. And it's like his picture of him lying in bed <clears throat> is, is on all the newspapers. And yet no adult believes in Santa Claus. What the fuck is going on here? Nor do the, nor do the kids. They just don't give a shit. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah, I heard Santa's sense. coming this year. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm from the South. What you know about that, huh? <laughs> no, the, the premise of this movie is that the existence of Santa is an unquestioned fact. <laughs> it is a fact. It's a truth that we, everyone knows. Yet, the, the, other, the, the next premise in this movie is that no one believes in Santa. <laughs> <laughs> which, so, which makes it very much like today. <laughs> <laughs> Biden won the election. No one believes Biden won the election. <laughs> so I'm going to retool my original statement asking if a bear shit in the woods. If nobody actually saw this movie, did it ever happen? <laughs> That's a better question, John. That is a very right? good question. And the answer is no. Well, I saw it, so it did happen. Yeah, it did. No well, one has well, ever seen this. Only ever. half the people on this podcast have actually seen it all the way through. <laughs> Correct. And and you know what? It doesn't matter because we're not talking about, uh, I don't know. I just want to go cry now. This is, this is kind of like Schrodinger's movie. Like it, it both existed and didn't exist until we watched it. And now, now because we watched it, it's real. Mm. And now my cat's <laughs> dead. So thanks. Yes. Yeah. Very dick, now dick Hardian of you. I think therefore I am. There you go. Boom. Mm. So metaphysical. Yep. <clears throat> so Santa at his dog pound, or Santa at the dog pound, fireman's vixen over his shoulder and says, oh boy, I better get this one back up north before she dies. No time to find the other two elves that are here. Away I go! And he flies back to the North Pole for the rest of the movie. Yeah, that made me uncomfortable as well. Wrong! Trump wins. <laughs> and then, and then Mrs. Claus just comes down. She's like, oh, I'll pick up the two re- Okay, I can't say that word. <laughs> can't say that word. <laughs> yeah, and then Mrs. Claus takes the elves uh, and Iggy for some reason uh, to the Snow Miser's compound where she sings the song, or no, where he sings the song, Snow Miser song, then tells them that uh, his brother wrote the art of the deal and would never go out of his way to help anybody. <laughs> I'm just a snow miser, that's right. Those, those songs were actually pretty catchy. Yeah. So Nikki sings these songs all the time. And you know, like for years, it's like, what the fuck are you singing? She's like, have you not seen The Year Without a Santa? I'm like, no. Never seen that movie. Wait, wait, wait. She sings all of them or just she sings, those ones? She sings the, the Miser songs. Okay. The Snow and okay. the Heat Miser. I wanted to make sure that she wasn't singing like the Believe in Santa Claus song. or like Believe I in Santa, be Santa or kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John's so confused. I, <laughs> he just has this like scrunched up face. He's like, did that really happen? Is that really a song in this? You know, I just, I don't really see Nikki agreeing with this because all I'm taking from this is very red, conservative, broad strokes of shit that just Nikki would be like, nah. And then, um, yeah, so they speak with, then they go, they, <laughs> Max, moving the fuck moving on. on. I, <laughs> all right, so then they, uh, they go to speak with Mr. Heatmiser who bitches about how Santa and the liberal media love him more. And, uh, you know, you get it, the Mr. Heat Miser song. So the thing is, though, I mean, really, in the end, and maybe maybe in 1976, definitely in 1976, they weren't they didn't they didn't have this yet. But I mean, in the long run, Heat Miser's making out. Global warming <laughs> is doing a lot for Heat Miser. It's a lot of lobbying on the Heat Miser side. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, you see that Heat Miser has a bunch of little slaves too, but the Cold Miser doesn't. No, no, no. Yeah. He did. 
The cold miser the does snow, too. The sn- the snow yeah, miser the snow miser had uh, had little dancing people. Oh, I thought the heat miser. Okay, never mind then. They both yeah. suck. <laughs> <laughs> this is like honestly, I I would say heat miser is more like Putin, <clears throat> where he's slowly taking back the ancestral lands. <laughs> like you know, he's slowly taking back Ukraine. <laughs> like heat miser slowly slowly melting away the the ice sheets. <laughs> and then Mrs. Claus then asks for the impossible. <clears throat> Which is, can you let us know in the South for one day, and can you also concede? <laughs> I'll never concede. I won the election. He's like, never. It's like, sure, yeah, yeah. I, I'll let us know in Southtown, but you need to give me the North Pole in a full pardon for any future ongoing criminal investigations. All of them. Now, where are my slaves? I need to tweet this out. I saved Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is, what, a, what a horrific trade, though. You're going to let it snow for one day in this shit town in America, and you're going to let him take over the North Pole and presumably kill all the reindeer because they can't take the heat? Well, you know, Bill, well, once he gets to the North Pole, he'll change. <laughs> yes. He's going, to get, he's going to get better. There's no way he can stay the same once he gets to the North Pole. <laughs> well, luckily we had the... The UN, I mean Mother Nature, to step in. Yep. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing because the UN is impotent. <laughs> they cannot throw lightning bolts around Mm-mm, and summon, no. summon Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump and just tell them what to do. Which is pretty much what Mother Nature does. Who's, you know, never mind. I'm going to get, I was going to get even more political saying that she's still pissed that the heat miser pulled out of the Paris Agreement, but this <laughs> 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 is Mother Nature. So I guess that's kind of relevant. But then, yeah, don't get political about global warming, man. <laughs> don't get political about objective scientific fact. <laughs> and then she strong arms her red and blue sons into making a compromise for the betterment of the world and allow one spring day in the North Pole and one snow day in the South. I have to say, the spring day in the North Pole is far more consequential than the snow day in the South. The spring day in the North Pole like, just like broke off the last fucking big glacier in uh, Greenland. This is all uh, to ice. To be honest, one snow day in the South probably would have ended the Civil War because Lord forbid anything fall from the sky <laughs> down there. It's an act of God and God is yeah. displeased every single time. Look at the difference between an inch of snow falling in the North versus an inch snow falling in the South. That's true. Both of these things would probably be horrible for the world. I mean, it would just the snow would shut down the South economy for like for at least a couple of days. And like yeah, think, six, of, think of the tens of dollars that wouldn't flow. <laughs> 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 think about all those damn it, damn Woo! Think about all those yeah. tax breaks companies in the South that wouldn't have been able to go to work that day. Oh my God! <laughs> the camo just melted off of my hat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, it's good to be a Northeast liberal. Uh, <laughs> I know. God damn it. There's just, this is going to be the lowest listen to episode. People are so pissed. By the way, this <sighs> is the end of what I've actually seen from this movie. So I'm good. now going to oh, join. I'm going to okay. join. Okay, all right. All right, Bill. So, uh, so yeah, how's, uh, how's life, man? <laughs> yeah, so Bill and John can have their separate conversation while me and Tim finish the rest of this episode. Go on. Go, yeah, go ahead, guys. Right. All right, Tim. So yeah, okay. Guys, so, Bill. So, uh, so Tim, this so causes all the kids to roll. I'm scene, a lot louder than Max's, Bill. I'll win this, so don't worry about it. ass rapes, heat miser. Okay? And it was graphic. I'm talking about, like, American History X type graphicness here, okay? It's just sleep going everywhere. 
All right. So, Bill, watch this. I can even bring Tim back away from this. Max is going to be on an island. So, the last time I put a hook through a fish's I knew it was going to go to fishing, and Tim. that's why this causes all the kids across the world to send Santa their gifts for some reason. Uh, and then Santa uh, gets a blue Christmas song. Early white man. If Santa, what really needed to happen was Santa needed to re-gift all the gifts. <laughs> Here you go, young Timmy. I just gave this to you, Santa. <laughs> I gave this to you. Well, I don't like it, and I already had a lo- I already had a Dutch oven. <laughs> what do you think I do? Three hundred sixty-four days out of the year in this bed. <laughs> you know what? Why do you think Mrs. Claus sleeps in this bed with me? React to that and say like, <clears throat> "What would I do with two Dutch ovens?" <laughs> yeah, I don't have room for them. No. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know the kids. They all sing about Santa. They give him a bunch of gifts, and then. uh some little girl writes a salt, like a sad Christmas card to Santa. You get the blue Christmas song. What What happened? I don't understand. Why did the kids, the kids like, so the different, the change in weather meant made all the kids send. Well, they make it a national presents? Santa holiday because it snows oh. in Southtown. So then they all give Santa yeah. gifts in return because they're like, we love you, Santa. And then some one girl's like, I'm going to, I'm not, I, I'm going to be sad this year, Santa. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll, we'll have Christmas for everybody, little girl. And she's saying some some shitty knockoff version of Elvis Presley's Blue Christmas. No. That is, that is outrageous. That oh, she sang that song, and then bipolar ass Santa comes out and almost smacks Mrs. Claus across the face. Because she's like, it's too bad there's not going to be a Christmas this year. She's like, no Christmas, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. Like again. This gingerbread cookies are getting burnt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been able to listen to this movie by nothing but everyone narrating it, and I am horrified. Oh, yeah. It's I'm a real, telling you, man. I'm sorry. There, real, th- go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Max. I was just, there, there is one line that is not a joke in which one of the kids says, but Santa, what about your goat? <laughs> that he actually did. happens. He did. Yes. What is his goat? What does that mean? No, gout. What does that mean, gout. Max? Gout. Gout. Like Der- Derek's gout? disease. Oh, the Derek's gout. Disease. Oh, so like, oh, oh, uh, oh. Why can't we call gout Derek's disease? <laughs> That's so much better. Why can't we rename it? That really it should be Derek's because disease. it would make a martyr out of his ass and we do not need another conservative martyr. <laughs> uh, Sorry, so it just got really real there for a second, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that one letter is enough for Santa to say, COVID or no COVID, I'm going to sneak into every single Christian house in the world and give them a Christmas present they'll never forget. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine gifting everybody gout? <laughs> yep, and then to close out the, uh, this Christmas special, yep. <laughs> we get the song, Here Comes Santa Claus, with Santa uh, waving and delivering presents to everyone in Dixie. As Mrs. Claus comes back on screen and says, that was the story of the year without a Santa Claus, which had a Santa Claus. Right, exactly. So the year that almost didn't have a Santa Claus. That would be an appropriate title. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it really should, the title should be the year Santa dealt with mental health. <laughs> the year Santa got 13th Mrs. Claus. <clears throat> All right. Try. Hmm. Time for trivia. And I don't have any on this movie. I only have stuff on Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Do it. Are you guys familiar with Mickey Rooney at all? No. Nope. Yeah. I know the name. I don't know who he is, though. Who is this? He was a big uh, child actor, actor in like in the 30s and 40s. Um, you know, five foot two. He was like his his persona was like he was this like, you know, real friendly you know, harmless, friendly guy, but in real life, he was like a fucking 
Hall of Fame dirtbag. He would have been like canceled immediately if he was around today. So here's nice. a couple of fun highlights on and, or I almost said Andy Rudy for 60 minutes from Mickey Rooney. <laughs> he was an alcoholic, drug addicted, degenerate gambler who was married eight times. Nice. His first wife, Ava Gardner, who's a smoke show, divorced him after he was caught countless times cheating on her. With the final straw being that he showed his little black book to his friends in front of her. Uh, he also brought, uh, he also bought her like a big, um, a big ring as a makeup for cheating on her. And then he had to sell it two weeks later because he had, he owed a bunch of gambling debts to the mob. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love this, and he was, this guy was Santa Claus in this movie. This right? is the guy who played Santa. <clears throat> nice. America's sweetheart. Sounds like he just did. Me- he was just playing method. Yep. <laughs> he was just playing Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Um, and then he he told David Garner that if she ever went public with this, she'd be blackballed from Hollywood. So nice. that's fun. His cool. second wife, who was uh, pregnant with his second child, bust into his dressing room and caught him fucking Liz Taylor when she was 14. Oh, Holy shit. boy. Oh, no. Yep. Yep. He didn't wow. go to jail for that? No. Again, same thing. He was just cute. The studios were way too powerful back then. They're like, you'll never work in Hollywood again. Oh, my God. He was a regular at this brothel that made uh, all the girls get plastic surgery to match Hollywood actresses, which is like the same brothel that they based. um, The movie um, L.A. Confidential, like, did the same kind of thing, essentially, Mm. if you guys remember Mm. that movie. Yep. Yep. I'm so happy that I didn't watch this. This is the most uncomfortable facts uh, extras I've, I've sat through. Oh, boy. Bill, if you thought that one was bad. His fourth wife, who was murdered by uh, in a murder-suicide with the person she was having an affair with, he married her best friend, and then um, they got divorced within 100 days because she caught him cheating, <laughs> cheating on her with another underage girl. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. My so God. he had a wife who was cheating on... <clears throat> Mickey Rooney, right? Her lover then killed her and then killed himself. And then he okay. married her best friend for a hundred okay. days. Yep. And then he cheated on her and then she divorced him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you're, if you dupe this many people, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the thing. Old at, Hollywood. This, at this point, you have like, you if you know what he's all about. Exactly. If you marry this person and are ex- expecting monogamy, it's kind of on you. Yeah. Yep. I agree. What Bill and I are really trying to say is it's the women's fault. <laughs> his, his autobiography, he just goes through a bunch. He just like slush shames everybody in that. And like he just outs a bunch of people who are like closet gay. Like he's, he was a fucking piece of shit. Um, he filed for bankruptcy several times, but there is a happy ending because at the age of 77, he was accused of beating his wife and then sued all of his kids when he was in his 90s. Good for him. It's a nice quote from Mickey too. Always get married in the morning. That way it doesn't, uh, that way if it doesn't work out, you always have, uh, you haven't wasted, Jesus Christ, I'm going to say this over, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't read it yet. All right. So here's a, a quote from Mickey Rooney to sum it up. Always get married in the morning. That way, if it doesn't work out, you always have uh, the whole day ahead of you. You haven't wasted the whole day. I thought you were saying Nikki said that at first. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. I kind of got drunk as we can progress through this episode. <laughs> we can tell. Yeah, but that's the guy who played Santa. All right, time for questions. Who's your favorite? Fa- who's favorite in this? Uh, so I chug the rest of this whiskey. Mm. My favorite was Vixen, mainly because this, this poor animal is being abused this whole movie, <laughs> and I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> 
You're going to do a least favorite, Tim, <laughs> least or favorite. are you just done with that? I don't know. The whole thing is the least favorite. Tim's falling asleep on the couch right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my, my favorite is the doctor uh, from the very beginning. He seems to have a good, solid handle on, on life and uh, helping his patients out, a good bedside manner. Um, I think my least favorite has got to be Mrs. Claus and that ridiculous plan that I, I don't understand what this was. I And I hated her voice. I hated everything about this woman that was born in the 1800s. She <laughs> <laughs> was born two centuries ago. <laughs> well, she probably hated you because you were Irish. Bill. That's uh, fair. That's fair. <laughs> so um, my favorite is going to be Bill because he came in on this episode strong. And my least favorite is going to be Max because he's already shit-faced. <laughs> and it's Not been wrong. 40 minutes. <laughs> Uh, my favorite. This is the only movie I've seen. <laughs> it's the one that you're watching on Skype. <laughs> uh, my favorite is going to be Iggy's mom because she's got a great ass. <laughs> and Mickey Rooney's head is all the way up. He said it. I've got three dead bodies on Venice Boulevard, Justine. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine if Al Pacino was Santa? In- <laughs> Strap in, Bill. We're here for another 90 minutes. Ho, ho, ho. Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. I've got a cold, Justine, Mrs. Claus. I can't do the fucking Santa Claus thing. Again this year. <laughs> Give me all you got. Nobody wants a skinny Santa. I just came back from a house where I saw a baby in a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Safe to say they're getting cold this year. Justine. My name's not Justine. Your name's Justine. (laughs) I just had coffee with Santa at the cafe 15 minutes ago. (laughs) How long can we keep this going? What other other heat quotes can we use from Al Pacino? (laughs) But you don't watch my TV. <laughs> Who's coming to town? Who? Who? What are you, a fucking owl? <laughs> All right, uh, my least favorite. <laughs> you can get killed walking your doggy. <laughs> you can get hit by my sleigh walking your doggy. <laughs> He's making a list. He's checking. Give me your name. <laughs> Give me your name. Oh, my God. An Al Pacino Christmas, not great. <laughs> sounds nice. I think it sounds lovely. Uh, oh, wow, well, okay. All right, my least favorite is going to be the dipshit twins. They had one job and they failed miserably. They got shot out of the sky by the Miser Brothers. Vixen got sick because they just put a bunch of clothes on them. They, were, they tied them to a trash can and then they lost them. And then the mayor laughed them out of the building. And then Santa had to fucking convert, um, what's his name? Iggy. Like they did nothing this whole fucking movie. Well, don't forget, too, they also got a ticket for, for a their ticket. rain. Yeah, so Santa has to pay that, too. Yep. God damn it. All right, time to hold my popcorn rating. What would you rate this one, guys? Two of Mickey Rooney's wives out of um, 12 dead reindeer. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, good. Uh, I'm ready on this one. I usually come prepared with my my uh, ratings, and I don't have one prepared. I was going to say something about the very many uncomfortable facts from Mickey Rooney. Um, I'm still stuck on the 14-year-old. That Liz Taylor? Liz Taylor, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, let's go with, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this um, uh, Santa's 13th wife out of uh, the vampire reindeer. 
Give this one Trump's nuts roasting over an open fire. Nice. Ooh. Mm. Trump's I nuts roasting on an open fire. I can smell his pubes burning. Yeah, so that's my thing. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find some more Al Pacino quotes, but I couldn't find any. So, um, I'm, I'm going to give this two issues to stay a hundred yards away from any public school for the two, uh, for the two elves. Yeah, that's it. All right, John, social media shout outs, social media, jelly spreading ham. So April, we're glad that you're still with us. Also our boy, Josh. Oh my God. Just pulling it out out of the depths of my depression. And Seriously, last episode, nobody was talking to us. You dropped it out. So Max and I are absolutely floored that the Mortal Kombat game series never brought back any of the actors revoicing. But yes, Raiden, he's perfect. It really is that good. So thank you. Thank you so fucking much. And also, for Carson, (laughs) for owning all of our faces. Uh, By the way, Bill fucking hates you, so you win. No, Um, Carson, I don't uh, like that. I don't like that rating. I don't like that rating at all. A bus size no. spider. That's fucking gross. But that's okay. The fact that you make him angry, that you make Bill angry, makes me happy, <laughs> makes Max happy. Apparently it makes Max's mother happy. I'm shocked that Bill didn't jump out that window behind him when we mentioned uh, when we mentioned spiders. Spiders. Yeah. I can tell you yeah, I you can know. tell you who's gonna be really unhappy is my wife when I have night terrors tonight and I, <laughs> I, I like kick her and punch her. Because that's going to happen. It gets violent when I wake up thinking there's a spider on me. So Yeah, that's what nice Mickey Rooney said too, Bill. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake to say that during this episode. Definitely oh, it was the spiders. It wasn't my <laughs> blinding anger and rage for women. <laughs> now, what I do need to ask is, Max, you seem to have the exact uh, measurements that we had gotten recently on the Tim Tummy Weight Challenge. Um, and there was quite the uh, uh, conglomerate of, I don't even know what to call it, the, the, the addition, the calculus, the finite mathematics that went into the estimate of Tim's tummy weight this time around was far beyond my comprehension. But we involved, there were stones and cheeseburgers and what? All right, so this is good. I, we got this from Carson on our new uh, Facebook group page that we just created because I didn't know that uh, Facebook actual like pages did not allow other people to comment and post on them. So this is what Carson, he, his rating for Tim, 240 pounds, give 10 pounds if he has a soul, take 10 pounds if he doesn't have a soul, three-fourths of a car, off. 15 stones, 10 cinder blocks, 99, what is this, grams, KGS? What the fuck is that? Kilograms? Kilograms. Kilograms. Yeah, I got it right before you guys said it. Uh, 227 liters of Coca-Cola or 301 tacos. So, goddamn. Um, So, that burned a lot. Um, I appreciate you uh, not burning the fucking, just like all the the wonderfulness off of the Gmail on that one. That one needed to be on social media. But um, for everybody else, as always, we are going to continue the Tim Tummy Weight Challenge. So everybody throw it in there. We've got cheeseburgers. We've got liters of Coca-Cola. We have stones. We have once again, cheeseburgers, kilos, pounds, all the fun shit. How big is Tim? You want to throw it in there? How big am I? We're about equally balanced. We both have touched tummies before, and I can say that comfortably. But as always, really, folks, 
like our shit on the Twitterverse at HM Popcorn Pod. And of course, the Instagrills at the Hold My Popcorn underscore podcast. And once again, if you really want to send in your shit about Tim or my tummy weight at this fucking point, just send it over to tdbackrow at gmail.com or just email us to say hi at tdbackrow at gmail.com and go fuck yourself. Yes. <laughs> Any other uh, closing remarks, guys? Um, I wanna, I wanna, uh, give a big shout out to a hero, Rudy Giuliani. Um, he's out there right now campaigning for truth and he has COVID and I think we all need to pray for him. Brave. 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 Very brave. Very brave. <laughs> how do you think, what do you, how do you think this affects the sex life with Mike Pence? You think they stop huh. or... No, I definitely think they stopped because I think that Pence actually takes it a lot more seriously than the Rudy. Although, um, I don't know if they use hair dye for actual lubricant or not. I'm I'm confident that Mike Pence just puts it in God's hands. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'd put my dick in God's hands. <laughs> if you're That's really the show, really everybody. <laughs> yeah. Deuces, fuckers. Yep. Yippee. Don't be a selfish cunt this holiday season. Suck it up. Wear a mask. We'll be back next week to ruin another Christmas classic. 